0: Right, sir. We're live. Kevin Prado in the house. oh <laughs> Prado, before we started recording, we were talking about um, time and time management and how time doesn't give a fuck about anybody.
1: And how it just passes and you think you have an understanding or kind of like a grasp on what a minute or an hour is. And next thing you know, you're looking at your phone or doing some shit on the computer or doing something and like an hour passes and you have no idea. Yeah. does not it, feel
0: like it. Yeah. It slips away from you. I, I'll slip up and lose half a day on TikTok if I'm
1: not careful, you know? Yeah. I, I do it all the time. <laughs> like, like I think I have a pretty good um, kind of schedule for time management, but man, I can, I can get distracted by something so easily and just like next thing I know, 15 minutes has passed and I'm like, okay, just like five more minutes and I'm, I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah. And then like another 15 has passed and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm kind of committed to this. Let me just see this through. And then like a whole hour passed and it's fucking midnight and I should probably get to bed and all that. Yeah. And the, and the task
0: that you were supposed to take care of gets placed on the back burner until the next exactly. day. And, and before you know by the end of the week, you know, you're so far behind that, on these you know the the weekend you're supposed to have this time to kind of regroup and and kind of reformulate game plans and stuff but then you're playing catch up and you feel like you're just on this treadmill of life you know you can't you can't jump off of it because somehow if you jump off the treadmill the ground's moving faster than the treadmill
1: was (laughs) (laughs) that's the fucking scary thought you're on a treadmill and like oh shit it's going too fast let me jump off and oh that's going even faster and then you just eat shit,
0: <laughs> but sometimes we have to, man. Sometimes we just got to eat yeah, shit to, to tell us like, life. Yeah. To, but you know, that's kind of an important thing is just eat shit every once in a while. And because then it really kind of highlights the things that you're uh, failing out you're failing at to begin sure. with, you know? So yeah. I don't mind eating yeah. shit every once in a while if I learn something it, from it.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, it means you're trying something new and, and, that's you know that's the whole point of life is like stop doing this shit that you feel comfortable doing and do something that makes you uncomfortable and you know make those mistakes and the most important thing is learn from them yeah whether it's a a success or failure just learn from that shit
0: yeah i I think that's where a lot of people fall down at is their their opportunity to learn is set on the on the sideline because ego and pride kind of steps into play and it's like oh, i, d- I didn't fail at this i just didn't do it all the way correct sure. you know and they try to justify it and it's like now you you've really got to highlight these points where you've really fallen <clears> down that because you've got to you've got to rectify the situation but not rectify it just to say that you did so rectify it so that you don't run
1: into that obstacle in the future yeah you know? exactly like like that's at least in my experience one of the most Um, common things that I see in people is just like the unwillingness to admit that they were wrong or that they don't know the answer to a question and just being so unwilling to to you know climb down off that that hill and they just they can't afford to look like they don't don't know what they're talking about and you know like a group of people and it's yeah. it's so frustrating because nobody's right all the time. Nobody knows everything. What the fuck? Nobody should be expected to know everything or to be right all the time. Could you imagine just knowing everything? How
0: fucked life would be? How boring it would be? Yeah. What would you talk about? What would you learn? What would you discover?
1: There's, man. Okay. So for that to exist, like you would have to exist like in and out of time. Like you would have to be eternal to know everything yeah in a
0: non-linear sort of pattern that can both exist
1: and not exist at the same time yeah well i mean so seeing the past knowing everything in the past is not that difficult because you know that has already happened but to be able to see the future and to be able to predict and know what, what's going to happen in the future. Like you would need to be able to see like Dr. Strange and fucking the, what was it? The, like the second to last movie. I don't remember the names of them. I think I only saw it once, I, but where he, he sees like all these different possible, um, uh, fuck, what's the word? Not solutions. Um, possibilities of like what could happen okay just like like, certain foreseeable outcomes yeah so but to be able to see the future and know it like you would need to be able to have seen like every possible outcome and like determine the most likely like it, it would be very difficult to know the future as something like that without existing outside of time right but you know, it's kind of one of those
0: paradoxes to where if you were able to witness a possible outcome, does it then
1: in turn change? Oh, the was uh, that like the whole Schrödinger's cat kind of thing, right? Yeah. If you observe like a particle, does it change its direction and like velocity or whatever?
0: Right, because it, they had um, shit.
1: What? Fuck, I forget who who was
0: doing the study where they had the the um. It was like the split screen experiment where they were shooting atoms through slits and screens. Do you know what I'm talking about? The double slit experiment. They were shooting atoms at basically a wall that was had like two, a, two slits a, cut out in
1: it. Go ahead. I think like at a, like a gold sheet, like a, was it gold or something that they use? I, a, I can't the recall. Medium. I can't recall. This is,
0: this was back, I don't know, maybe eight years ago when I was on like a, like a quantum mechanics kick. And then soon found out that I'm not, you know, thoroughly equipped to uh, to like even come close to understanding. Me neither. (laughs) But I remember learning about the double slit experiment because they basically described it as a wall with two slits. Like envision, for those listening, envision like a um, like a, a quarter acceptor on like a vending machine, but there's two of them, and they're shooting atoms at a wall. And if you're not looking at it it will go through both slits at the same time and create this scatter pattern. But if somebody was to observe it, the atoms would somehow pick up the fact that you're observing it and it would then choose a side to go through. And then you would have very clean markings on the other side of the slit. So it'd be very two, you know, two very straight lines on the other side and they still aren't real sure why they, that, that the, atoms are doing that or how they're able to do that or if it's even a thing and you know maybe our science just isn't up to par yet
1: yeah maybe it's just us observing two different possible instances of this you know these atoms going through these two slits right and they just react differently in different times Um, yeah that's
0: always been a weird thing to me i've never get in i've never watched dr strange is that is that a pretty good because Dr. Doctor Doctor, Strange is kind of like oh, a multiverse type of thing,
1: right? I think so honestly I, I, I know as much as what's in the um, the movies, the Marvel movies and even gotcha. those like I, I don't think I saw the the actual Doctor Strange movie, the one that like explains his whole story and stuff. Because doesn't he have
0: like a big part in like the new Spider-man or something?
1: I think so. I haven't seen it.
0: Are they trying to tell us something with these movies, Kevin? Are they are they
1: releasing information just a slow drip of information to us? I hope not because I'm I'm not keeping up with it. I'm not. <laughs> Could you imagine been they're like movies? We've
0: made these multi-million dollar movies to give you guys insight <laughs> onto what your existence, your existence is and you just chose not to watch them. You're watching Tiger King instead. Well, like what make, the fuck is make that? Make them free. Make <laughs> right. them so free. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's that, that important, important just give it to us. <laughs> so for, uh, what are you finding you know you're, you're in college now mm-hmm.
1: you're what well into well, your I've, I've... 60s or something <laughs> i was just gonna say i've been in college before um this is like my third go at it so oh nice third time's a charm as
0: they say yeah and i'm Hopefully. fairly certain that's that's true it's that's, gonna be true that's for you law. hey you got this <laughs> uh, so what are you finding that is the hardest thing other than time management and, and all that, is it, is it hard to get up and just go after it? Or is it, um, is it, you know, finding, finding a way to create the time or what's the, what's the hardest thing to go at?
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's mostly time, honestly. And I know you said not to say that, but it really is yeah just, just cause you know, work 40 hours a week, come home, I got the girls that I've, you know, got to take care of and make sure that um, at least my youngest goes down before I, you know, focus on any kind of schoolwork, which is usually by probably about eight o'clock. So that leaves me with, you know, two hours of schoolwork um, to be able to get, you know, solid night's sleep. But if I've got more than usual amount of schoolwork, then I've you know I'm up till midnight or possibly later just doing that kind of stuff. right. So do, do you still have a love for what your pursuit is? or is Oh for sure, nice. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy what I'm doing. It's just it's a lot of reading, Ah, um, oh, gross. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> not as like not good but motivated to read as much as i used to be it, yeah. it's hard for me to to focus in and um read a full book i don't know why but i used to be able to to sit down and read like a whole book and in a, just a couple of days but yeah yeah uh, no I'm, just... I'm
0: right there with you is it reading is a lot like um meditation for me and but like the actual physical form of meditation you know yeah and um and to where if i'm reading or if i'm meditating i kind of get the same outcome at the end you know you feel a little bit better about yourself you've you've gained some sort of knowledge whether it's somebody teaching you through a book or knowledge of self through the meditation process but that is one thing that i've recognized especially over the past maybe five or six years is that when i'm you know if i'm meditating or which i don't meditate nowhere near as often as i should but meditating or reading a book it's somehow when you're doing those things it's those thoughts kind of creep into your head it's like you could be doing something else right now you mm-hmm. could be you know getting exactly. getting a jump start on the laundry or you know get get jobs lined up for the week or whatever the case is and those yeah. thoughts are just and i i know that that's kind of the point of meditation is to push
1: those thoughts out fuck they're there and they're ever present yeah man it's it's hard to shut yourself up up here like open your head and stuff yeah yeah it's a constant battle it's a duality really i mean i i've tried doing meditation and stuff but it's tough um yeah i'm pretty sure i told you before but i've been in a place where i had some time to think about some things yeah and um I mean, it it was helpful there. That was whenever I, I mean, I was like nineteen, and that was whenever I really started picking up books and reading, like a book a day, like book and you know, depending on what they had available at the time, because it wasn't much. But um, right. I think <laughs> I re- I think I read like a Spider Man book in like a couple of hours. Yeah, um, and I got into to Dan Brown weirdly because of that um the guy that wrote i'm pretty sure we've had the same we've had the same conversation before oh have we okay i feel like it yeah he wrote uh da vinci code and Angels, angels and demons but but before he wrote those he wrote a book called a deception point Mm -hmm. which is like he kind of uses the same style of writing uh short chapters um you know facts from history but kind of kind of twisted in like a conspiratorial kind of way to make it fit his story Um, and I fucking loved the book it was great it was like a 500 possibly 700 page book it was thick and I finished it in I think two days god damn dude (laughs) I mean it was good it was really good it was it was like dialed um, in it was like a thriller but in a book form, which is kind of odd to me. Like you want to just keep turning pages. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, strangely enough, that's how I felt about uh, Kevin Pollock's book when he sent me that because it was really? very short. It was very short chapters, mm-hmm. which I'm a huge fan of because my attention span is very, very short, yeah. you know? And so if you can make one chapter, two pages, and then I feel like I accomplish something because I'm, <laughs> you know, because I'm very like, They're landmarks. I'm very OCD. I'm very, you know, so if I can have constant improvement, you know what I mean? And just something saying like chapter 25, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I did it. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's huge for me. But yeah, it is hard to just kind of set aside that time to really get into something. But it's nice when you get that page turner to where you could just zone out and you can experience whatever the characters are experiencing. And it is a different feeling. And I always... It always pissed me off when people were like, you know, talking about a, a movie or like the, the book was better. I'm like, fuck you. What are you talking about? You had to read that. You know what I did while I was watching the movie? I ate snacks
1: and drank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold up. Okay. I've said that a few times in the past. I, like, have you read the book? It's so much better. <laughs> I don't. Like, to, to be fair, though, to be fair, um, I most books that I've read have been on audiobook. Like I've listened to most books that I've read. Uh, um, you, do you like doing sense. that?
0: Is that you a big fan yeah, of the audiobooks?
1: I am mostly just because you know I I clean pools and you know I have head, headphones in for forty hours a week. So I'm if wow. I find a good book that I like, I can finish it however many pages in like a couple of days. Right, like the the Game of Thrones books. Like each of them were probably about 40 hours each or close to like 30 something. And I got through, uh, I think there's five of them out right now. Um, I got through all of them in like just a couple of weeks. It was less oh, than wow. a month. Yeah. I've tried to listen to a couple of audiobooks. I just, I found
0: it real hard to enter into their realm, you know, sure. yeah. whatever the character's realm is. And, and I don't know why I'm sure. I'm sure there is audiobooks out there that would just blow my mind away. You know, I just haven't stumbled
1: across them yet. Is the there, problem. There are some um, some newer ones that have like a whole kind of cinematic approach to it. Like it has like music and different people reading different um quotes from the characters and stuff. Right. And I mean those are pretty interesting like you you actually kind of feel like you're a little bit more kind of there and they're, you know music plays a big role in these kind of storyteller uh, tellings um in how it kind of kind of um like create emotion just from whatever the fuck they're playing right. and then the words that are being read to you um but uh the the dune book i forget i think oh. it's just dune yeah and the and the you is like a moon yeah, yeah, the yeah. the one that they just made a movie about with um, what the f- uh, Timothy Chalamet playing uh, Paul Atreides. Um, yeah, have most, you not seen it?
0: No, no, I haven't seen it, but I yeah. remember. I remember when it came out, there was a bunch of memes on social media and stuff. Oh yeah, it, and I kind of made a mental note. It was like this is kind of you know been a big thing. I was like, I need to watch this, but I've since forgotten
1: about it. But mm-hmm. the the uh the book was good yeah yeah it was good I, I listened to that audiobook which had like you know music and different people reading different characters and stuff so yeah. i mean i i really liked it and um the that book is um so the movie that came out is just part one of the book and part two i'm kind of really interested to to see what they're going to do because oh, nice. the story the story gets fucking crazy so what's pretty fucking crazy. So they're like a deep
0: space type of <clears throat> entity, sort of is kind of what my understanding was. The, and they had to source materials to protect their.
1: Something. Um, I mean, we can get into it. Uh, so the planet itself, uh, fuck, I'm blanking on the name of it, what they call it, but um, uh, like the people kind of colonizing it, um, they call it Dune. But they, they harvest like the, there's a particular sand, which God damn, man, school is breaking my brain. <laughs> um, I, I I think that's the opposite
0: of, <laughs> I think what you're, what you're needing is a the military. They tear down and rebuild it. I, I, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> like. No, you're fine, man. You know, I was, I was talking with a, um a guy that i work with the other day adler shout out to adler if he's listening um he's he's like 20 years old and you know this whole thing with russia and ukraine uh Mm. you know kicked off and everything and we uh, i want to get into that here in a little bit i want to hear your perspective on this but um but you know that you know their their time is you know like 11 hours ahead of us or yeah 11 hours ahead of us 8 to 11 and um and so that happened kind of overnight or whatever, midday the previous it was day. So
1: five a.m. Yeah, in, in in Ukraine.
0: Yeah, so so when I kind of got up and you know got got wind of what was going on and everything, you know, when I went to to work that following day, I was telling out there, I was like, hey man, you know, you might get drafted you know you're you're 20 years old man you might be gone i was like no nobody wants a 30 year old man i'm about to be 31 i was like nobody wants a 31 year old man out there talking about how
1: his ankles hurt i was like you might be gone though man <laughs> oh man i slept wrong last night yeah oh, shit man can you can you cover for me today yeah on My the cut- front <laughs> I'm talking to superiors about my cot and the meals. <laughs> like th-
0: these MREs, like you know, I have a gluten intolerance. <laughs> I
1: can't eat gluten. Come on, man. What yeah, vegetarian?
0: Makes my, <laughs> makes my joints flare up, man. Like, I can't do this. I got psoriasis. Yeah. So being in Texas, I you know, I saw um a couple days ago. Um actually Gosh. it might have been yesterday that the CDC said that most Americans don't have to wear masks now and, and stuff like that. What are you saying in Texas that um, as far as masks go? because here in Kansas, I'll just give you my perspective sure. here in Kansas. If you go into Walmart, you might see one to three people with a mask on. And if you mm-hmm. do see somebody with a mask on, it's usually a very old person and they're being cautious, which, you know, everybody's going to, be okay with that, <laughs> you know. Nobody's yeah. really concerned with that. But what are you seeing in Texas as far as like mask wearing and hysteria or um, people being super, you know, precautious? Like, what
1: what are you seeing on your end? I mean, probably the opposite. Like, like no precaution at all. Almost. I mean, I I do see people with masks and stuff. And it it's probably less than fifty percent of people that I see in um in like grocery stores or Walmart it's yeah I mean it's it's kind of like hit or miss with masks um I mean what I'm mostly concerned with is like who's if you're not wearing a mask are you vaccinated like right right please like just do the bare minimum yeah and so yeah I mean I, I try to wear a mask anytime I'm like in a closed space with people but most of my time is spent outside. Right. Um, like you know talking across a backyard from somebody but it, most of the time whenever i go into a store i try to have a mask on and you know give people their space but I, I've, I've always been like that not the mask but just i don't like to crowd people and
0: stuff oh yeah yeah i'm the same way i don't want yeah. people too close to me i don't want to be too close to other people you know oh, yeah. let's give each other some space like do what you need to do but, sure but you know i, I at the height of the <clears throat> pandemic, and I don't even know if people are like, I don't know. It COVID talk has been going on for two years now, and it's it's getting I think almost crazy. three. Fuck yeah,
1: yeah you're right. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, COVID ni- nineteen, so it's I think it was like October or November of twenty nineteen, whenever they were first like putting out reports of it. That's insane
0: yeah it's been a long time yeah. yeah so but um but yeah so it's you know at the height of the pandemic you know people were taking huge precautions here you know and i think most of the country was as far as you know the hand sanitizer and mm-hmm. the 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 lysol spray for you know, countertops and, and, you know, spraying down your Amazon packages and all that good stuff. And
1: people were bleaching like their groceries that they brought home. Right. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And
0: people were being super cautious, but now we've, we've kind of gotten to a point here in Kansas and it's, it's strange to see other people because on this podcast, I give California a lot of shit. Because, <laughs> because California is so over the top and so dramatic about things, but I make fun of it because that's the perspective from here in Kansas. We make fun of people from California with their blue hair and being afraid of fucking everything. And so we make fun of people like that here, but it's not with any bad intention. It's just fucking yeah. fun. <laughs> you know. So, so I, I give California people a lot of shit and, and all that, but here in Kansas, I, you know, I I kind of hesitate to say it, but we're, I think there's very few people that are actually concerned about COVID now. You know what I mean? But yeah. this is Kansas. You know, we're a very, you know, Republican based state, you know, and in large part, Texas is the same way. But when yeah. you kind of move into San Antonio and you get like these bigger cities, anytime you have a bigger city, you have a more left leaning city.
1: Sure. Yeah. And I,
0: and, and I've, and I've racked my brain about this and I don't really understand why that is. Do you,
1: do you have kind of an idea? I I think so. Um, I mean, this is just from, you know, my basic understanding from uh, taking college classes and stuff, but um, when people are more spread out, say like rural areas, um, you don't have as much interaction with people sure there's there's smaller cities smaller communities and there's kind of more of a re- reliance on each other of kind of a sense of of uh, survival because you you know you don't have like large fire departments police stations in the community you have maybe a guy that you know does it on the weekend mm-hmm. and um, you'd be lucky to get him out there. At, whatever hour whereas um uh people in um big cities they're a lot closer layered up on top of each other living on top of each other as far as like you know tall sky uh skyscrapers and um apartment buildings and stuff like people are packed into a small place so there's a lot more human interaction with each other and you see homeless people you see people um you you see disabled veterans who can't fucking take care of themselves and can't afford to go to the va and and get treatment even though they were fucking injured in a war right and yeah it's just messed up but so um and what kind of divides them is when it comes time to like voting for taxes and stuff, not necessarily voting for taxes, but when taxes are levied on the people, it's generally um, uh, uh, wanted by the people in big cities because they see what's going on. They see people uh, suffering and, and, and unable to take care of themselves. And so they wanted. You know, put that back into this into the community because these tax dollars—they're our dollars. It's our money, which should be going towards the community and the services that take care of us and the the people in the area. And so, when people in more rural areas are being taxed more on, you know, maybe fuel or Um, some other commodity that's very important to them, that they need to survive. And they don't see that return on investment from those taxes. And they still see, you know, people just as homeless, just as unable to take care of themselves in those rural communities. And so, like, for some reason, people get this fucked up, division and in anger against each other of like rural versus urban and think that it's anyone else's fault when it's not their fault like it's fucking the bigger picture of like the the federal government which is spending an enormous amount of money on defense on fucking planes that don't even work. and and just being the fucking policeman of the world and like that money out banks and bank bailouts (laughs) and all that shit man tax cuts for the rich fucking tax incentives for billionaires and stuff man it's so fucking frustrating so so what you're saying
0: is so the people in the bigger cities have more access to witness you know, homeless and kids that don't have kind of outreach programs like community centers and so on and so forth. So, so when these taxes kind of come up to be voted on and so, so on and so forth, people are more willing to,
1: to kind of give to that. Maybe I should be just like a little bit more clear. I I think it's, it's, um, important to point out because they're in these big cities, which may, um, um, have like a congressman or a senator or it might be the capital where the governor is like mm-hmm. it gets focus because of that because of those people it, it, it's a large city which you know has important people in and has investors looking at there's money there to be made and so it gets more focus than say like a rural community and so anytime like these big budgets or um, votes come down, like it's focused on cities to clean them up and make them more presentable as opposed to, you know, taking care of the homeless in the rural places who deserve it just as much.
0: Right, right. So making the the cities more presentable, that's kind of bringing in like... um visitors and just kind of people on vacations and so on and so forth that helps out local economy, local businesses that can give
1: back further to, to, to the people that are less fortunate. Yeah. I mean, well, not necessarily because I mean, they can, they can clean up homeless people without taking care of them. They can, you know, take them to jail and get them off the street for a night just to make it look like there's less homeless people. But I mean it, they should be taking care of those people, but I mean, do do you guys have a big always...
0: um a big homeless population where you are?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it it's you know, like any other big city, there's sections of the city where it's more prominent or um visible, but yeah, I mean it's homelessness is or you know, the percentage of people who are without a home is terrible right now. Unemployment, all that shit. How how big is uh, how big is your city, like
0: population wise? Um, that's a good question. Because we're over a million, over a million. Yeah, here in Wichita, we we hover right around half a million. So it's, in my perspective, is kind of the ideal city, as far as population goes, um, square mileage goes. It's kind of ideal you know we're
1: 1.5 we're 1. 1.5 5.
0: 1. 5. okay so you're you're triple what we are you guys have a much bigger name than what wichita kansas has for <laughs> sure you guys have professional sports teams you guys you we guys have, have a one l-
1: professional sports team let's be clear <laughs> oh you guys don't
0: have like a hockey team or anything
1: no no we, oh, we've really? never had a professional hockey team no shit no we, we've had some like uh, minor leagues we had the the iguanas back when i was a kid (laughs) the the funny. i don't know why (laughs) do you guys have iguanas there yeah yeah there's there's some iguanas i've seen some iguanas no man it's just like south in 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 any like a warmer climate i think southern tropical climate tropical Um, oh yeah
0: because when you guys had that cold snap I remember seeing videos of like iguanas just falling out of trees and shit. I think that was Florida. Oh, was it? Did they have a cold snap on the
1: same time? Uh, um, maybe not the same time. I, I I could be blurring two different events. I, I, I remember seeing videos just like that. And I think those were in Florida. Oh, probably so. I don't remember when that was. Though. Florida's a weird fucking place. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! We yeah, no, is it, that if you want?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, is it, it? It's interesting because you know, like I was saying, Wichita has right around half a million people. We have a homeless population. It's not real big, but it's noticeable. Depending on where you go, um, basically every exit coming off the highways is going to have a person that claims to be a disabled veteran, and he's trying to feed a family of three and or he's got three kids to feed and and all that and it's it's really hard to to believe who's who and what's what and yeah. and all that and you got you know you've got different areas of town that are homeless encampments and and things like that but we also have a lot of outreach programs here we have um, a place called the Lord's Diner where you go I, I used to work at for, with my lodge and everything um, feeding homeless people for you know which is all the time, but I used to do it for holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff like that. And no, sure. and yeah, they, they feed people and, you know, there's hotels that are here to house the homeless and stuff like that. But, um, but like you were saying, we don't have a problem paying taxes as long as it's going to the right thing.
1: exactly. And, and, yeah. and
0: here in Kansas, you know, and it's probably the same way in, in Texas, we check our politicians and make sure that the money's going to the places that it should be. And and in, in, I would say in some part it is, I would yeah. like to say in large part it is, but it's not because politicians are involved and anytime you have a politician involved, they're pocketing a lot of that, you know, but in some part the, you know, the, what, what's your sales tax in uh, Texas? Uh, I
1: think 0.08 or 8%. That's a we, huge difference. <laughs> well, we don't have. It's probably eight percent. Ours is seven
0: point three here in Kansas.
1: Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure ours is eight percent.
0: Yeah, it, it probably is. I couldn't imagine it being point eight. Fuck, that'd be nice. No,
1: I, I, I just, I, I remember seeing it on like, um, like receipts as point oh eight, like as like multiply. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, as eight percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't have like a state income tax whatever the word is oh really yeah oh you guys don't do you no anytime we or every time that i file taxes or my, my tax returns like there's no state tax that i have to pay what what's that yeah. like um, are you just like buying private jets or like what how does well, that work so it, it <laughs> kind of balances out with the the sales tax mm-hmm. it's kind of we, we pay a little bit more on sales tax which kind of goes to fund those whatever projects or yeah um, things that tax that would originally do. Right. What what about um what about businesses
0: that are moving towards your area? Are, are you guys seeing expansion as far as
1: you know, business and, and commerce goes or? Um, I mean, somewhat. I mean, to be clear, I'm I'm in San Antonio, I'm in a small part. I don't really see too much of the city and I really don't see much of the state. So mm. I couldn't tell you like overall what's, what's going on. But from what I hear is like a lot of people, a lot of uh, large corporations are moving here just because of the, the tax incentives and like the low property costs. Well, yeah, stuff. probably people leaving California, California and a lot of other places too yeah but at the same time a lot of people are moving out of texas because they don't like the shit that's going on yeah it's really it's really kind of a
0: coin flip now isn't it it's they, they, fucking well, weird. They, you know I, I think what really and i'm sure there's been a shit ton of other things that have kind of been iffy and and within what you could call a gray area but i think they um and and you don't have to dive into this if you don't want to but the um the um, the abortion thing that really put Texas on the map it, as far as like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> type of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I was right there with everybody else saying what the fuck, like yeah. there's there, there needs to be a separation of church and state. Yeah. Like this idea that, um, whatever life begins it i think it's what 10 weeks or 16 weeks that they put in Man, the I, I, yeah I, I can't remember like like there's no science to support that it, it's not anything other than what they have read in their fucking sacred book yeah that life begins when there's a heartbeat like that doesn't define life like heaven life that, begins at conception Okay, let's talk about this. There's <laughs> no, I, a lot of there's I, I, a lot of things that are alive that weren't conceived; they were right, grown. Yeah. Or Th- this fungus, has been a discussion whatever. between um,
0: Shana, you know, m- my wife, me, and her. And I told her, I said, "This is there, there's uh, the main thing that I I just can't speak on because I don't know enough, and I'm a very opinionated person." But abortion is one of those things. It's like, you know, the the father in me is like, don't kill any baby. But even even the words that I just used to say that is a problem. You know what I mean? But I, I, I can I think- see the flip side of it also, and it's like I don't. Abortion is the ultimate thing for me. It's like I don't know. I just I, don't.
1: I think what you're trying to say, rather than don't kill any babies, which I agree with, like, don't kill any babies. Yeah. Um. I think what you're trying to say is don't kill my babies, like any of my babies. Like, yeah, I and, think that's kind of how you're seeing it. Like, yeah. And, that, and
0: that's why I prefaced it as like me being a father is like, it's hard because it's like, I couldn't imagine somebody wanting to do that to my kids because as soon as you have a kid it's like every kid that you see in public or every kid that you hear about is somehow attached to your own whether it's it's conscious or subconscious it's somehow attached to you because you are a a a life bringer you you are raising life and you see the 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 ins and outs of being a parent so when these things (laughs) come up i'm like you know fuck i i just don't know i just don't know and i can't speak on it because i don't fucking know
1: okay so that that's a very good place to start it because that's kind of where i started also and um like uh i guess what i didn't say earlier but that my my second stint in high in a college i was uh majoring in philosophy and so i took like all kinds of ethics classes and logic and mm-hmm. so, like, I don't know a lot about everything or anything, but I'm pretty good at, you know, being able to form an argument and knowing h- how to, like, kind of establish or get a basic understanding of what's morally right in this situation. Right. And so, when it comes to abortion, let me just say I have two daughters, like, they're the best things that have happened to me. I could not imagine my life without them, right? but at the same time, I have no idea what is going on in a person's life that could make them or cause them to want to get an abortion. And I think that if they have lived through what they've lived through, gotten pregnant, I'm sure that they have all kinds of things going on in their brain, telling them do this, don't do this, you know, something needs to be done. And they've arrived at the conclusion that the best thing that can possibly happen to this unborn child is to just terminate the pregnancy. Right. And if they have come to that conclusion, then I respect that. And I think that they should be able to, to, do what they think is best for themselves and that unborn child yeah
0: yeah it's it's, man it's it's so hard for me because a part of me is like yeah absolutely but the other part of me is like yeah but what about the potential of the life you know and that's 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 the whole yeah that's where um, i get that's where i get weirded out not to interrupt i'm sorry but that's where i get weirded out because I have never entered a gray area that has been so gray
1: than abortion. And I'm, I like I think I said, it's I, just presented that way. I think it's been presented in that kind of scope and perspective where it's seen as like a gray area that, whenever people talk about the potential of life it's always presented as oh that could be the next president or that could be the person that cures cancer what if it's the next hitler or the next person that that (laughs) fucking what if it's the antichrist or the next person that shoots up a fucking school full of kids like yeah you you, don't know yeah it's not it's not up to you it's the mother's choice
0: yeah and and I think that's where the argument comes in. who are we to dictate
1: whether that person is exactly yeah
0: and that's
1: yeah this there's it's never... not it's not up to us it's not our choice, especially us as men we should not be telling any woman what they can do yeah. with totally I mean, agree you 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 know what a child the responsibility that that comes with like. Yeah. the amount of, of devotion and attention that that takes, like not everybody has that to be able to give that to, to a child or
0: a baby. Yeah. I think, you know, it, I, I think the topic of abortion is, and and there's, and I, I've i told my wife, Shana, this so many times, there's two things that I can't speak on in, in its entirety. It's abortion and religion. I could say what, I believe in, and I could say things that I find to be a massive gray area. I could, I could say what the hiccups are, what my beliefs are or whatever the case is, but it's that's those two subjects are things that I just won't fucking know until I'm dead and gone, you know, and even then (laughs) maybe I just leap into a black abyss of nothing. And those questions are never answered because I'm not conscious to absorb the information that's presented. If it's presented at all, if there's a a thing uh, in the beyond, if there is a beyond, you see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a layered gray area that may never, ever, ever
1: stop being gray. (laughs) Okay. All right. Hold on. We can get into these. We can get real deep into these, but give me just a minute. Let's play the, play the people out. Let me take a piss real quick. (laughs) You, You want to go to an ad break? yeah yeah all right let's go to an break. play play some play some smooth
0: jazz i'm I'm gonna go into probably like some sort of like um willie
1: nelson or something if you can get it get a miles davis uh kind of blue okay yeah that's that's the whole album uh blue and green i think is the track title so blue and green Yeah, if if you can afford the the rights to it. Dude, I can afford it. I can afford it. (laughs) If not, I could just play it in the background like a (laughs) puss. All right, man. I'll see you in a few. All right, all right. Hey, I'm Shari. And I'm Shana. And we are two curvy models. With a knack for life and family. So come join us on this beautiful journey.
0: Where the chaos never stops.
1: It's going to be so exciting. Shari, Shari and Shana, Shana on, on all platforms. platforms. Now that's S H A R
0: I and S H A N E A on, on all. all platforms. And we're back. Okay, so Kevin, <laughs> are you a hand washer or no? Oh, of course. Fuck that, dude. Who's got that kind of time? <laughs> <laughs> kind of question is are you a hand washer (laughs) i'm not not washing these i have not look at this hand haven't washed it 13 years haven't washed it in
1: 13 years so that that makes me want to ask when you piss do you just like just shake like yeah just like unzip and just shake until you know pops out and begins right
0: exactly how you're miming it
1: in in the video right now can you on that see me out there
0: yeah hands up (laughs) i give a little bit of a wiggle (laughs) just a i I give a little wiggle (laughs) and i call it a day man i call it a day and even that's a lot of effort you know so i'm 13 years in i'm gonna go probably 40 more
1: no washing of
0: hands. No. Fuck that, dude. They're going to get dirty again. You know? It's like making a bed. <laughs> Who's doing that? You know? Grow up. Oh, man. No, I'm just playing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, what you, what you drinking on there? Two X's. Oh, nice. You said it in English. That's pretty cool. Or
1: for the... Hispanic speakers, Spanish speakers, dos equis. Oh,
0: nice, (laughs) nice. I like the low voice there. Dos equis. Eh. Look, what I got here. What I got here. Pretty good. Oh shit. Some some Jim Beam extra. Damn, that's a big ass bottle. I'm trying to get through this bottle tonight. So I don't know how I don't know how much time you have, but give me 20 more minutes. Oh shit, man. I got of <laughs> 20 more what, minutes. This bottle's gonna be
1: gone. What is that? A one? Is that a 1.75? Yeah, it is. Damn. No, I'm not drinking this tonight, man. Are you crazy? Please don't. Could Please you imagine? Oh my god, I would hate I myself tomorrow. I don't want to imagine because I would be trying to find <laughs> the the phone number for the fucking police department. In Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, this guy is just fucking cut loose. I just okay. Saw him fall backwards and <laughs> <I don't laughs> smack his head off the
0: wall <laughs>
1: okay uh, so
0: so we were talking before the um the piss break about abortion oh, yeah. religion abortion religion and uh, like i said two topics that i just don't fucking know about so hey let's talk well about
1: i mean i i get abortion but it i i think it's um greatly tied into religion and i think that's just kind of like the difficult nature of of talking about it because yeah. re- when when it comes to religion um i mean as i said earlier you know i majored in philosophy i took a lot of logic and i i, I know how to formulate an argument but it's very hard to argue with God. Right, because right. there's an there's always an answer mm-hmm. from that perspective from the religious perspective and that is you know it's God's plan. It, yeah, first of all, you shouldn't question God. I I disagree. Yeah, I do too.
0: I disagree. yeah, I was being sarcastic. That's, one the, <laughs> the, that's one of the first things that they say is when
1: you have questions, you shouldn't question God. God works in mysterious God ways. God created and, us with the ability to question God. Why right. should we not be able to question God? Yeah. So stupid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, and that's why I said that because it's always been um, such an issue for me. It's like, if, if I can't question them, if I can't, Okay. So me on a very physical, very, um, human level, if I don't have the ability to question, am I really existing? Because I should have the ability to question. I think that's kind of one of the core values of existence question things, understand why.
1: So, I mean, technically you'd be existing, but you wouldn't be free. I would say Mm -hmm. you wouldn't possess the ability to think freely because because you can question in your mind if, if if you can't question you know in thought like something is fucked up something yeah. is terribly wrong um but it, i mean if you're talking about like out loud questioning the power structure to the other people underneath that power structure then again you're existing but you're not free like um there's definitely a freedom in the ability to question um, your superior, your, your authority figure in your life. And I, I think anybody should be able to, to question anybody that's above them Yeah, freely.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I, I, I truly feel like one of our core values is questioning. I, th- I think you should be, I t- not think, but I, I truly believe that you should be able to question anybody and everybody about anything that they do, or so on and so forth. But also have the ability to accept the answer, and um, not accept the answer. I think that's that's a bad wording. Um, have the ability to have decent discourse with the person that you're questioning to try to understand, like w- very similar to what we're doing now, mm-hmm. because. You, you have um, very left-leaning stances. I have um, somewhat right-leaning stances on certain issues and so on and so forth. But it's our ability to come together and talk about these things. So I can learn from, basically, I'm, I'm just trying to learn from you because here in Kansas, we're, we're so fucking just gated off to the rest of the world in a lot of different ways. But so I ask you questions to try to learn from you, like as if you've
1: made it out.
0: You've made it out of the penitentiary. I'm still locked up.
1: (laughs) I I appreciate you saying that because I don't feel that way, but I mean it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, one's own knowledge of things is never complete. Like we're always learning new things. My my point of view is always changing. Um, but what's never gonna change is is my belief that you know all people are important, like everybody existing, everybody that's alive, like deserves the the respect and dignity of, you know, shelter, food, water, and a place to sleep. Um, And I think, you know, I've I've never been, when you say left-leaning I've never been into the idea i've never subscribed to the idea that that big government is good right um i actually subscribe to the idea that we don't need government i think that like a a local community can govern itself Mm -hmm. um you know if if people are properly educated like i think that they can you know take care of themselves and not need you know this federal structure of of a landmass that is so fucking huge and so diverse in culture and people and language anyways. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't think big government is good, um, but I think I know that that government exists mm-hmm. and it should exist for the purpose of taking care of the people who pay into that government. And when that government is spending more on fucking planes and tanks and boats and fucking night vision goggles than it is right. on <laughs> its own fucking people, man. Yeah. Like that bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. A, a, a thousand percent.
0: One, one of the suburbs of Wichita is a, um, is a little town called Derby and Derby has military grade equipment like the police yeah yeah the the police sorry yeah the police has like military-grade equipment where they have night vision goggles and so on and so forth but they don't need it in the least we're talking about people that like these these police officers will never use these night vision goggles for anything other than showing their friends that they have night vision goggles
1: definitely not in our lifetimes yeah it's it's and if they ever do it's going to be like one time like a hundred years from now
0: yeah it's going to be like some such an isolated incident that you anyways so okay i get your point so let me let me give you a scenario and i'm not saying that you want to be any sort of community leader or anything like that but say Say I give you a. I have a magic wand. I give you fifty thousand people. Okay. Okay. I have a magic wand. I give you fifty thousand people. I don't. And... I don't
1: like this already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are some? What are some highlights of a community of fifty thousand people that you would like to see? Maybe, maybe like the top three things. Is it okay. education, health, so on and so forth? Go
1: ahead. Okay. Interesting. That, that's actually something that i've kind of uh uh dealt with and learned about in one of my classes uh just this past week like the um the un has like a 17 point list of what they want to focus on in the future to kind of like take care of people okay um but okay i've I've got questions for this fifty thousand person community
0: okay let's
1: how diverse is it are they
0: all say say there's a lottery in san antonio and it's just picked at random okay so everybody in san antonio the 1.5 million people you have a grab bag of people you have artists you have creators you have homeless you have educators you have um, people in the medical field is it's a grab bag
1: okay well okay so to kind of counter my point that i just made about the un which thinks globally mm-hmm. i'm focusing on on a rather kind of small community in in that kind of scope yeah of 50,000 people i mean education i think has got to be i'm sorry there, there there's a train going by i don't know if i heard it here. okay <laughs> there's a train
0: going by if anybody wonders like i'm at yeah there's a train <laughs> Sorry. Go, um, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Education. Uh, education is up there. I don't know if it'd be number one. I, I, I think number one has got to be like um, um, a sense of security, like, like a home and financial security. Um, so yeah, like no poverty, I guess would be most important. Um, education and then food and water. But okay. then you've got health, you've got, you know, sewage and waste, um, you know, you got to make sure you got clean water, you got clean food um, and, you know, you got to know that you're secure as far as like, you know, outside threats and stuff. It, it's difficult, but I, I, okay. No poverty, education and clean water and clean food.
0: Okay. And in that order? yeah okay that's interesting yeah it it's it, it's weird because i've thought about this so many times and i don't know what direction i would take it because <laughs> you know part of me was like education would be number one for me mm-hmm. but it would only be education for number one because without education who's going to be doing the clean water i don't have the ability I, to, to create clean agree water. a thousand percent yeah but it but it's also: Are we able to teach people if they don't have proper housing and exactly. access to food?
1: And is, they, is, they need to be able to feel comfortable enough to come to school to be able to come to school, right? To so learn it, these things.
0: So, if you're you're fifty thousand people, which, like I said before, and this is a completely fabricated scenario, nobody's ever going to experience this. But this is what many countries are dealing with, especially in America. Many countries are dealing with on a much bigger level and, and and we have to we have to allow the people that have won popularity contests to be in charge of all these things you know what I mean we're we we don't uh, have
1: to we don't no we, have to. we
0: absolutely don't have to and it's kind of like that um just go off topic for a second but it's kind of like that meme that's um it's been around forever but um it's it's that meme where people are kind of bent over at their knees and there's a monopoly board on top of their back. And they say, if we all stand up at the same time, we could dismantle this monopoly. Yeah. If that makes any sense. And, and that's, that's really what would have to happen is kind of like a, at least a majority of the nation just kind of stand up at once or at least somebody or a a group powerful enough to make something like that
1: happen. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we can, get fucking crazy on this podcast i can start you know inciting riots and stuff if you want i i don't i don't I think know if you listen to this podcast but i've you, said some you, wild shit on here you you might want to tag it as not safe for work because it's they're or, all or explicit
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're all tagged don't listen Be, because, don't listen around
1: your family because we the people of america we have the power what we don't have is the organization or the see this is the kind of point of capitalism to create a population of people just desperate enough to go to work every day to live paycheck to paycheck to survive on just enough to be able to get by Mm -hmm. while at the same time, just scraping everything that they can get off of these businesses to fund these billionaires and multimillionaires in this just lust of greed to, Mm -hmm. Oh man, to just okay, so make us fucking work to our test. man it's it's fucking sad. But we have the power. like if, if yeah. we just decided one day. And again, what my point is that we lack the organization. like like we would all need to decide on the same day to begin like just a massive strike, like a labor strike. don't go to work. Which we
0: we saw a lot of that in 2021. There was a lot mm-hmm. of labor strikes. There was a lot of um, it. It was something like four million people per month in America were quitting their jobs entirely. Yeah, and and four million is kind of on the higher end. I think on average was right around um, two to three million people per month. I think August of 2021 it had reached like four point three million. If my memory serves me correctly Mm -hmm. um so we we did kind of have like this um slight understanding of hey we we don't need to do this right and people yeah yeah and 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 people kind of stood up and kind of revolted not kind of the people that were doing the damn thing were doing the goddamn thing and i don't want to sell them short so and people revolting against kind of big brother or or father status quo yeah yeah and and all that so okay so another scenario and it's, it's a smaller scenario i don't so, like hypotheticals <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's hard but it's interesting to hear people's perspective for it, okay for it. so if, say you ruled america not in a malicious way not in like a dictatorship not anything like that say not if i was president it, it, at the no not, not even president because i not even president because i don't like what like president involves let's just say that you were the go-to guy for america and what you said went Mm -hmm. okay would you allow people like jeff bezos or elon musk or um fucking walmart would you allow these people to be what they are now in their corporations to be what they are now or would you try to break them down to be smaller i I don't want to
1: answer for you what what would you do (laughs) Um no, I definitely wouldn't let them i mean they're they're creating monopolies, yeah, they're doing the one thing that like a lot of um regulatory financial institutions were created by the government to prevent from happening is what they are like yeah man no nobody needs that much money, nobody no no one <laughs> company. So no one company should have that much control over anything yeah like it, it, it's just fucking ridiculous and if i was the ruler of america i would dissolve the government immediately i would yeah divide the whole fucking country up into much smaller parts because there's no reason why we should be one united country i don't think
0: no i i totally agree i totally agree
1: yeah we're, we're what 300 million people
0: i think i think uh, 330 to 350 was the last yeah and that's Obviously, not including you know um, illegal in, immigrants and stuff like that. But, sure, yeah, the you un, know, we,
1: uncounted people. Yeah.
0: yeah, is is that what we're, we're saying now? I don't know if illegal immigrants is. Like oh, 21. I I have no idea. Oh, okay, I do not um, know if you um, I,
1: I, I well, <laughs> I I think like undocumented. I think is probably yeah, probably so more yeah. acceptable. Yeah, so I just you know I we think could be the, pushing up on what three eighty three eighty five. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the, the point still stands like it, it, it's a massive amount of people, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of different cultures and languages and religions like there's no reason why we all need to be under the same umbrella no. And and made to, you know, agree on the same legislation that's going to impact all of us, but be designed for some of us like, yeah. Uh, excuse me
0: yeah um yeah because like you were saying there's no reason why we have to be a united front on any of these things and we could very easily be divided into at least four different territories because i can assure everyone kansas is not like california and california is not like texas and texas is not like new york
1: most of texas is not like the other rest of texas like it's right just, exactly it's so big that we have so many different fucking people and uh, yeah. beliefs and shit
0: yeah I, I i read something one time that it said the entire population of the earth could stand in texas and each person would have it was something like four square feet of space per person but everybody In on the planet could stand in texas but also sorry go ahead
1: no i was just gonna say i believe it like it's fucking huge just to drive from one city to the other is in is a whole vacation yeah we we went to uh
0: san antonio maybe six or seven years ago to visit some family and I, i my way of thinking i was like it's two states away what's the big deal and so i looked at it I looked at the directions. It was a fucking like 11 or 13 hour drive. I can't remember specifically. But I was like, how fucking big is Texas? Because you look on a map and it's like, it's noticeably bigger than every other <laughs> state. But in your mind, except for
1: Alaska, except for Alaska.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like looking on your phone screen, it's a couple inches. You know what I mean? But once you start driving through that motherfucker, <laughs> it's forever. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Man, from El Paso, which is like the kind of western point of Texas, to Mm -hmm. Beaumont, which is right on the the border of Texas and uh, Louisiana, it's something like 700 miles. That's so insane. Like, it's a 10 or 11-hour drive, I think, just from end to end on on, uh, I-10, if you were to take those. But, I, I mean, to be fair, that's not like a straight shot. And you've got, like, cities and stuff to deal with. But still, like, it's fucking stupid. Like, from San Antonio, uh, I mean, we have, like, you know, surrounding cities, but, like, to the capital of Austin, um, right up 35, that's probably an hour and a half, two-hour drive, depending on traffic. Right, right. And that's probably the closest large city to us. Houston is fucking ridiculous to be in like to get there it's like a three-hour drive um but just the traffic and stuff yeah and then like to get to the coast uh i think corpus is probably about two hours away hour 45
0: oh wow that's not too, that's not too bad for you
1: no it, it's really not but i mean and that's a beautiful man. place so okay so same like hours and stuff like it, it it's kind of it makes sense. But once you get out of the, the bigger cities, mm-hmm. there's not much out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's flatlands. I mean, you got the hill country to the north, um, mountains to the west, but the rest of it's pretty fucking flat and yeah, farms. <laughs> a lot of it's of farms. It's so funny because it's so reminiscent of what
0: Kansas says, because where I was born and raised was Junction City, which is two hours north of Wichita. So it's, it's almost an identical situation. But when I go back home, it's seriously, you might see like a cow or something. But in between Wichita and Junction City is fuck all. It's fields. It's nothing, man. There's yeah. nothing to look at. Absolutely nothing. There's not a street light. There's not a semi truck. There's nothing. It's, yeah. it's the loneliest thing on the planet. <laughs>
1: And when you're taking like a road trip like that, and the rest of the family is already passed out, and you're just sitting there trying to fucking stay awake, yeah, you're just zoning out, listening to to alchemy. This trying to stay awake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Russia, yeah, yeah, got some big hairy balls, and decided that they were going to go and try to try to take over Ukraine what how do you feel about this and i think i know how you feel about this but just because i think how you and i feel about this is how <laughs> the entire world feels about this
1: hopefully yeah <laughs> i feel awful about it I, yeah. I wish it wouldn't happen but i mean it it's putin doing what all the other rulers of russia have done before which is uh try to expand the empire yeah um and they they can say whatever they want about ukraine being like historically part of russia but i i disagree yeah like like ukraine is is always saw itself at least like the people of ukraine i believe from what i've read and stuff um have always seen themselves as like their own people and and separate from russia right right
0: but, Do you think there's an ulterior motive other than trying to, you know, quote unquote, trying to reclaim territory? Do you think it's maybe like motive? uranium deposits or you
1: know, we, we um, can get into you know, a thousand different conspiracies but... Um, well, I mean, if if you kind of look at Ukraine for what it is, as far as like a kind of socioeconomic um, point on a map, um, it's kind of the lifeline between Russia's gas, um, Mm. natural gas and Europe, like most of Europe. Yeah. Most of Europe depends on Russia's natural gas for fuel and warmth. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, it, it could be just Russia trying to reclaim lost territory, or it could be, you know, a step to a much bigger plan. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the the Soviet Union lost a lot when it broke up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they could make claim Russia could make claims on a whole lot of independent countries. You think it go that route? I mean, the kind of rhetoric that I've seen from Putin, like it's possible. Yeah. There's um I saw today that uh finland i believe was was uh seeking acceptance into nato which russia had said like if finland were to be accepted into nato that that would be a big fucking problem for them yeah and might cause like another front to their war wow yeah it 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 is very
0: interesting because with all of nato saying hey don't fucking do what you're doing and then he still does it do you think that it's kind of him flexing his muscles or do you think he actually has weapons to back what he's doing right now
1: no he, he definitely has weapons to back what he's doing but i mean that that's kind of a, a tell his as time like like this is strategic maneuvering um where you know you you um show strength where you're weak and you know show weakness where you're strong kind of thing yeah. um but fuck i last year i was going with it um, <laughs> no you're fine now, yeah
0: I, I i just found it weird that on day two he took over chernobyl Right, like, or not him, but Russia as a whole right. took over Chernobyl and started working their way into Kiev and 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 all that. Um, it's, oh. it's it's just very it's it's very strange because over the past what six years or so now it's and probably longer, but it's it's been very serious over the past six years where he's been kind of doing this pump fake. he's like hey you know fuck you Ukraine Ukraine's like no actually fuck you and now he's kind of not kind of but he's definitely moved towards trying to take over Ukraine and and so on and so forth it definitely seems like he has an ulterior motive other than just trying to reclaim territory that he thinks is owed to Russia and trying to rebuild the Soviet Russia that he knows and
1: loves gotcha okay yeah and I kind of uh re-remembered what i was gonna say um but uh so yeah i mean um as far as ukraine like man they've, they've been fighting a war in eastern ukraine since i think 2014 right right whenever russian separatists moved into the region um but yeah i mean that that's just um you know people in power especially superpowers who have Um, nuclear arsenals they're just flexing like like they know that they can basically what russia is doing right now is, is kind of just trying to see how much they can do without doing so much that it you know um uh creates a response from the west from nato and the eu and stuff and i mean they're they're taking all kinds of hits financially Mm -hmm. um from you know everybody uh shutting down like russian banks and all kinds of stuff and um uh but yeah i mean i i just i don't know what's gonna happen i hope that this is just kind of like a, a show of strength and he's just Putin's just trying to get like, you know, some concessions. Yeah. I hope it doesn't lead to fucking all out war.
0: Yeah. I, I,
1: it's pretty close. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think the entire planet feels the, the, the same way cause it's, it's weird. It's a weird fucking thing to do knowing that everybody else is saying, don't fucking do this. And he's doing it instead. Okay, so do you think Joe Biden is? Do you think his um, his response is correct and accurate?
1: Fuck man. <laughs> you, gotta, you want we'll me to answer to first? It? Please, yeah. I, I I will
0: say Joe Biden handled this far better than he's handled it, anything else. And and fair point. Yeah, and, and I say that. Not because I think that he's failed on everything else, because I, I don't know what, like, what his um, topics of discussion are. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's his
1: intelligence and
0: yeah, it's, it's it's mostly been COVID response and so on and so forth. Everything else has kind of right. fallen by the wayside and stuff like that. Which fucking fair enough, you know. But aside from that, I, I think his response has been fair and accurate, and it's. You know, issuing sanctions has always been kind of like a weak thing to do for anybody because it's like, is that actually affecting anything in the long term? Possibly. But, you know, what we don't have is time on our side.
1: And Ukraine definitely doesn't have time on their side. No. You know, and sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that the sanctions, they end up hurting the people, like the common exactly. people more than anybody else. What,
0: and he said that in his most recent um, press briefing was it, these sanctions are hurting the um, the Russian people just as much as it is the government. And I, I think I think what sanctions are really trying to do, and I could be 100 percent wrong. And if you feel differently, definitely, definitely tell me. But um, I, th- I think these sanctions, especially in Russia, are trying to create a opportunity for the Russian civilians to create an uprising of their own and sure. and, and and kind of go against the grain, which would be devastation for the civilians in Russia.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think you're going to feel go, the
0: effects bad.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think you could go about getting a uprising to happen without starving them first. I, yeah. You know. I think there's more productive ways about of going about that yeah um then sanctioning the people and starving them to the point that they have no other recourse than to rise up yeah yeah, yeah. Be,
0: well because because then then you're creating a, an organization for lack of better terms that is created out of desperation rather than um uh principles right hmm And I I don't know if that's the best way to go, because then you have kind of false promises upon these people. Sort of, you know, because it's these, these sanctions don't do a whole hell of a lot for people that have fucking everything. And Putin has fucking everything. Yeah. He's
1: one of the richest people in the fucking world.
0: He's got God money. He's, you know, he's
1: not worried about much.
0: Yeah. He's, he's not hurting. And, and like you said, when these sanctions come into play, it's only hurting the local economy. It's, it's starving sure. It's starving those people that don't need to be starved. They didn't deserve that. They didn't ask for it. They were, they were born into a territory that they didn't ask to be born into. And now they have conflict on their hands. And they have to kind of pretend that they back the Russian government, even if they don't, because if, if they...
1: For fear of death. Yeah, if they, if they don't back them, it's game over. Yeah, and back to the kind of uh, point that you had made that about like principle versus desperation. Like, like um, desperation is pretty final. Like, like you you can funnel people, desperate people, into a cause, whereas principle people or, or people acting upon principle rather than desperation, they might have you know questions about why we're doing this or you know our our choice for doing that whatever um so i mean in a global kind of political way like i don't condone it at all but i i see the point of the sanctions to create desperate people who are willing to rise up and dethrone a fucking dictator but
0: man yeah. it, it's
1: still so fucked up that like it, it's hard to just wrap my head around yeah
0: yeah it, well you know the, the thing that i wrestle with is i don't think sanctions are enough because we've had sanctions in, uh, you know against the middle east for you know f- fucking forever what 30 40 years you know what i mean and they don't do a whole hell of a lot for people that are self-sufficient you know what i mean and but the thing that it does do is is let the people that you're issuing these sanctions against let them know that you see what they're doing and you're not okay with it and you're making a step towards correcting it or forcing them to correct it it's like that's what i'm saying like joe biden i i don't i i feel like his his course of action has been fair and accurate i don't I don't think he's doing the wrong thing, but I you know, I hesitate to say that he should do more because if he does more, then we issue or we we go into a war that exactly we don't necessarily want, we damn sure don't need. Yeah, we can't afford.
1: Yeah, I mean, just as as Putin is kind of towing the line as far as what he can do aggressively in Ukraine or any other part of Europe, the nato leaders and joe biden they're you know kind of doing the same dance like you know what can we do how much um um aid can we give to ukraine without upsetting russia to the point that they're gonna fucking attack everybody that they're gonna you know launch nukes kind of thing yeah and 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 that's i think that's what has drawn so much focus to this area of the world right now. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people um, on Twitter talking about, you know, there there's been wars going on in the middle East for, you know, 20, 30 years. There's sanctions been going on for 20, 30 years. Why doesn't that get as much focus as what's going on in Ukraine, which Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that deserves as much focus and, and care from people of the world as what's going on in Ukraine. But What I, I, I I don't think that they failed to realize, but what is apparent in this situation is that Russia has fucking nukes. Yeah, and so we can only do so much in defense of Ukraine without fucking triggering, you know, nuclear holocaust. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a fucking tightrope that we're, we're fucking line dancing on.
0: Okay. So this is something that I was thinking about when I was at work the other day. Do you think that this is, and this is a huge conspiracy theory of mine? (laughs) (laughs) You know how I feel about conspiracy
1: theories. Do do I? Do you like them? I don't. Oh, okay. So I don't, I don't. Condone them (laughs) okay. So here's
0: a thought experiment. (laughs) I'll I'll rename it. Here's a thought (laughs) experiment. Do you think that our sudden and erratic exit out of the Middle East was in preparation for this conflict between Russia and Ukraine?
1: God damn it, man. I don't know. Maybe Kevin, I need (laughs) answers. I need answers. i mean it's possible we there's there's been information about a possible i mean fucking there's been the chance of a russian invasion in ukraine since 2014 if not back to 99 yeah when when the soviet union broke up like who's to say other than the people up top i fucking clean pools man stop (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I was just thinking about this because um, I mean, I mean that that's a good lot uh, line of questioning, like like that. That's a did valid you almost thought. say logic? Uh, I, was, I think I was going to say logical line of questioning. I'll take or, it. No, I'll take it. No, it it, it, it <laughs> definitely is because I mean, you 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 see these sequences of events where we pull out of Af- Afghanistan. What like like what was that summer last year? July. i'll be honest time has gotten weird for me the past two three years i'm not real positive when that was (laughs) time's been crazy since i was like 20 21 right (laughs) anyways but yeah i mean you 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 see these sequences of events where we pull out then there's kind of like hostilities risen in this other part of the world not too far from where we were but i mean i don't know man who's to say
0: Yeah, well, because, you know, my way of thinking is we were engaged in a war slash conflict or whatever, whatever people want to label it as with the Middle East. It was a war. Yeah, war. So for, for two decades, and then all of a sudden, over the course of a week, we not even close to strategically pulled out of the Middle East, we left behind so much money in um, actual physical cash and equipment and um, military vehicles and so on and so forth to the point where the Middle East now has more Black Hawk helicopters than all of England's military. And they don't even know how to fucking fly it. So right? do we. <laughs> right. No, we have a ton. Yeah. But it's, it's a weird thing to do. And this is what I was thinking. That's a very strange thing to do is over the course of a week to just completely exile out of the middle east and just leave it to be what it is and then shortly after that and i say shortly in a relative you know relative to time and now we're you know head over heels into a russian ukraine conflict possible world war three on the horizon like who fucking knows where this is going but did they know where this is going and that's the issue that I have, you know what I mean. And it, like I said, it's a thought experiment, not a conspiracy theory. It's a thought experiment. <laughs> Did they know that where this is going to get to a point of a one-world government, an NWO, a <laughs> is like you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying that this is, yeah this holds any saying. truth whatsoever, but it's fun to it's fun to question these things, right?
1: Sure, but I don't know if there's Ever going to be a one-world government in our lifetime? I just I don't see that happening. Could we benefit from it or no? Sure, we could benefit from any form of government, whether it's globally or you know municipality. Sure.
0: Do you think we're trying to get on one um, one common currency eventually? Whether it be um, whether it be uh, you know the digital dollar or um, You know bitcoin
1: or you know whatever the fuck you know i don't i don't see why not i mean it would make sense that a globally um a globalized network of you know billions of people using um hundreds of different currencies like that doesn't make sense
0: it's a little ridiculous
1: it is. And, you know, money in general, just the idea of it is kind of ridiculous, but we can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't see why that wouldn't be like like a kind of end goal or not even end goal, but just a goal in the purview of the growth of technology, like to get to a single uh, uh, unit of currency. I don't see why people in power wouldn't want that right 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 or people in general yeah it makes sense
0: yeah it it only makes sense for everyone to treat one another as brother and sister as intended but it doesn't seem like that's as close to reality as it should yeah
1: no i i definitely speak in like axioms of of good and bad and yeah i i i I try not to i try to you know live in the real world and but i mean you're asking me hypothetical questions and this is like my ideal world yeah i live in a hypothetical hypothetical
0: world you know because because it's like it's fun for me to do so because reality is dark and hypotheticals are fun it's exciting because Say our ideal hypothetical was to come true, how much happier could we be? What sort of that's, quality that's of life? That's a hypothetical
1: could we be? about a hypothetical.
0: Yeah, look, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give you
1: layers, my friend. <laughs> okay, hypothetically, that'd be great. That would it would be is be it ideal? Is it, is it feasible? No, of course not. No, it, but but could it be? Yes. A lot of things could be, not everything of, is.
0: But couldn't everything be a could be?
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, about to start, I'm about to start. writing this down and breaking it down. I'm just fucking with you, with you. I'm just fucking with you at this point. But um, oh, uh, okay, so
0: how do you see the Russian-Ukraine conflict slash war? What do you consider it as conflict or war at this point? It's a war. People are dying, okay. man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think anytime that you have mass casualties, I think it's a war. Sure. I think conflict is a way for the um for the media to kind exactly. of label things and justify it, it, it. It's
1: two words meaning the same thing. One yeah. just kind of sounds a little nicer. Okay.
0: So so how, how do you how do you see and I'm not holding you to anything, but how do you see the the Russian Ukraine war ending? If it ever does
1: um i mean there's what i would like to see and then what okay yeah tell me tell me what you would like to see i would like to see ukraine defend itself and and push the russian invaders out but i mean it's it's modern warfare ukraine is is severe severe severely underfunded in in yeah like i mean they've they've got good weapon technologies and, and well trained troops and you know good tanks and and um uh whatever fuck you would call that um testicular fortitude sure yeah man <laughs> they're they're fucking badasses over there man I, yeah
0: they're not fucking around did you see the story from uh snake island <coughs> i think it was called did Oh you yeah. Say that Oh, yeah. oh
1: man i i, I, I listen, hope that's true i i don't know if that's well, I, actually I happened. To the,
0: but... i listened to the communication and i i hope it wasn't falsified but i listened to the communication which obviously was translated because i don't i don't speak their language but um but uh yeah i mean if that story is true like you said holy shit did they go down as some badasses the the oh, yeah. ukrainian people on on snake on was it 12 or 13 people
1: yeah something like that stand yeah, up to a fucking I yeah they, like they battleship or something
0: yeah and and for those uh, there are listening that that don't know um the russian warship were, was just off the coast of uh, it was snake island right
1: i'm pretty sure it's uh, us, I, think, right. I think i think that was the name
0: of it but um but yeah the, the russian warship was just off the coast of the island that these people were occupying which were um people of the ukrainian military and when the Russian warship told them to drop their arms and, and kind of um, give up, the Ukrainian people on the island said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but subsequently, the, the Russian military killed them all, unfortunately. But I mean, they went down as some badasses. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I haven't respected somebody like that in a long time
1: yeah that's that's fucking respect right there i i've got like my own kind of personal story that relates to this as far as like um how i feel about it but to to stand up to invaders or a threat to your own life and look them in the fucking eyes and just be like go fuck yourself yeah and then be killed but still like that's fucking brave man I, yeah. I i have trouble like putting myself in that same position and yeah yeah going they, they, through they, the the thought process of of what would lead me to saying that and my accepting my 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 fate
0: yeah that they they went out 10 toes down they didn't go out on their on their knees you know and that's oh, yeah. to be respected for sure yeah I really feel like that's what Ukraine has on their side is people that are standing for for standards and morality, and you know they're they're going to fight for the right thing, and I you know this is what I hope happens is you know I, I don't want Russia to fall I, I don't want them to be a less than territory but I want them to fall enough to you know for lack of better term, yeah to lack of better terms to be knocked down a peg or two. you know, be knocked down enough to, to understand you're not better than the rest of the world. You need to fucking relax and you need to be a part of what the rest of this world is.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I feel like that might be on the horizon. I truly hope it is.
1: I mean, yeah, I I hope so. I mean, it's fucking 2022 and we're still fighting wars over uh, who knows what territory, land, resources,
0: it's such a trivial thing. It's like, can we just drop this fucking weird act of borders? Can we just stop exactly. it?
1: Exactly. Race, we- erase all those lines on that fucking map and just open yeah. it all up. Can we all, all just, just be, be human? We- exactly.
0: You know, let, let's drop these fucking borders. It's a weird game that we're playing. It's it's truly like a fucking video game that we're playing. It's like it,
1: it's it's fucking high school, man. We're we're yeah. creating clicks around yeah. the world. It's
0: like you're you and I'm me. If you come over here, I'm gonna punch you, and but I also might come over there and punch you.
1: You know, or I might just take some of your lunch money right. and go back and feed my own friends and shit mm-hmm. like that, man. It's, okay.
0: it's a it's a it's a weird game that is being played, and at the end, all throughout this game that's being played, are innocent lives being lost that don't need to be exactly. And it's so bizarre to me that that's. That's what's taking place in 2022. Yeah. That shit should have ended thousands of years ago. And here we are still doing the same thing.
1: It should have ended at the very latest fucking 1945 or whatever when we fucking dropped that nuke on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. That should have been the end of it. That should have been the fucking wake up call to the world that what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, as soon as we press
0: that button, it should have been, what the fuck did we just do? It should have (gasps) been so
1: earth-shattering to everyone involved that it's like, okay, we have to stop this. If you look at pictures, if you read about the fucking primary sources from Hiroshima or Nagasaki, the Japanese people who survived the dropping of the the fucking atom bombs, Mm -hmm. if you can read that and still think that that was a fucking good decision, then fuck you, man. Exactly. I got, I got no respect for you.
0: Yeah. I, I was just don't reading about it this morning and, and watching videos this morning because it, it, it kind of... I, I watched a video on TikTok that was saying that Russia had access to um 6,000 nuclear warheads. Mm. And I don't know if that's true. Obviously, nobody knows if that's true or not, that, except for Putin. sounds
1: pretty accurate i I
0: bet it is i wouldn't hold it against him but i mean from
1: the beginning of the arms race to now i would think that they could probably construct that many of them
0: oh yeah it it seems like light work actually but you know so so that led me on like a two-hour fucking tirade of like looking through things and studying you know nagasaki and hiroshima and and watching video clips and reading different things and and all that and fuck every single time i look into that i'm like how the fuck
1: did That's, we get to that point?
0: How the fuck s- did we get there?
1: That's got to be the fucking saddest moment in the history of humanity. Yeah. Out of everything that happened, I know the fucking Holocaust happened, that mm-hmm. was awful. Yeah. But to fly a plane over a major city in a foreign country and four or five guys in a plane, you know, directed by a few other people on a in a fucking country thousands of miles away, said, Hey, drop it. And that decision changed the lives for not only the people that fucking died or the people that survived mm-hmm. or just the people in that area, but the whole fucking world. Yeah. Changed that day. Generations to come.
0: People are still feeling the effects from that. Through, they're uh, still in their DNA.
1: Physically, yes. Yeah. They're still dealing with the, 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 abnormalities or the um, birth defects yeah, from that just, radiation yeah they, they have um,
0: limbs that didn't develop correctly and blindness and being mute and it it completely destroyed several generations and but the the most unfortunate thing is we haven't even seen the end of it yet you know oh, what I mean? it, it's going
1: to be a few more hundred years before yeah
0: we see it, that yeah we haven't seen the the, the other side of everything that has happened with yeah. that entire scenario. But on that bright
1: note, <laughs> we can end this. <laughs> hey, if you want to keep going, I'm down, man. It, if you got the time, I Let's, can what's uh, going on.
0: Let, we can make this another episode. If you want, we, we can, uh, sure. we can get back together in, in a week or two and, and, and get back into this and, and kind of touch base with uh, Russia and Ukraine and, and we could yeah. talk about all kinds of shit.
1: I'm always down to talk about the fucking brutalities of the world and right and wrong. And
0: you're a sick like fucking that. person. I've always said that.
1: I totally agree. <laughs> no, man. no, I <laughs> totally agree. I'm joking with you.
0: Well, I, Kevin, tell everyone your cash app or, or Venmo or wherever <laughs> they can give you money to pay for your college experience I, and education.
1: I honestly don't even know what mine are. Uh, Okay. We'll give everybody your address out. where they can send cash. Uh, One, two, three made up street. Oh, uh, did you move
0: on? To- <laughs> no shit. Congratulations, man. Yeah,
1: it's a nice little neighborhood.
0: That's a gated community, man. Gated. You're fucking moving
1: on up. Got an armed guard that patrols uh, every couple of hours. Is he Russian? Oh God, I don't know.
0: See, I told you you're a sick fuck.
1: He said his name was
0: Nicholas. Oh, yep. I'd, I'd be concerned about him.
1: <laughs> Nicholas. Yeah, my, I, I've always squeaked in two different parts of that name in, in <laughs> two different tries.
0: You're going through puberty, man. That's what college does, too.
1: Yeah, man. I, I got to just grow up and get a job and cut my hair, <laughs> join the army. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard they're hiring. Fuck that, man. I'm going to go underground.
0: There you go. Let me know. Man.
1: I'll be your VP, vice president. Whatever, venereal but, penis. I don't know. I don't know voter person. Yeah, no, you're a
0: voter person, man. I got you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, thank thanks for doing this. No, I, I always enjoy these conversations.
0: Fucking thank you. This was this was a blast. I I love hearing people's um, perspective on how they see things because it's it's very easy to get caught up in things that i believe in and and that's why i throw so many hypotheticals at you and and all that is I, I just like hearing what people think and and so on and so forth so
1: I, thank you yeah of course man uh, i know i said i hate hypotheticals but i i see their purpose and i'm, I'm always willing to engage with them um they're fun they are they're they're like your recategorization their thought experiments they <laughs> yeah. ways ways of thinking and interpreting the past in terms of or uh, uh thinking about the future in terms yeah. of the past yeah yeah
0: yeah they're fun for me they're 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 hypotheticals that aren't always based in reality but you know the possibility is there and i i, I find it I find it fun just because you can you can learn a lot about a person based off of hypotheticals and at the end of the day, they're just fucking fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I enjoy that. And and thank you for being here. And I'm sure for all sure. the listeners will enjoy this. And um, you know, and they probably so. would have given you millions of dollars if you would have given your Cash App or <laughs> no, but you didn't, and you missed out on that opportunity. It, so that's
1: it's, your fault. It's either um I don't think I have Cash yet, but I have Venmo and I have PayPal, and it's probably Swan Trizzle, Z L E. There you go, Swan Trizzle.
0: Go give Kevin hundreds of millions of dollars so he can start a new Tesla and Amazon. Right. And <laughs> I'm checking it right now.
1: I'm refreshing.
0: Yeah, re- refresh. Nothing yet. I mean, nothing yet. This hasn't been posted yet, so it's, it's not going to happen. But as for me, in the uh, show notes below, click the, the link tree. All my things are there. All my socials, Cash App, all the Patreon, all that good stuff. Donate instead of to me, donate to Kevin. Give him all the money necessary to pay for his college education because he's going to help educate the youth, and he needs it for that. And the kids need it for that. So fucking do that.
1: Respect. Thank you, Dougie. Yeah, no problem. Man.
0: <laughs> hey, until next time, I appreciate you being here, bud. Yeah. We'll do it again soon. Sure. All right. I appreciate you, man. Bye. Yeah. Bye.
1: I'm Shari and I'm Shayna. and we are two curvy models with a knack for life and family. So come join us on this beautiful journey
0: where the chaos never stops.
1: It's going to be so exciting. Shari, Shari and Shana, Shana on, on all, all platforms. platforms. Now that's S-H-A-R-I
0: and S-H-A-N-E-A on, on all platforms. All platforms.